Blog Talk Radio. Man. 
otherwise known as just the original man. Yes, he's talking about African Americans, and yes, that is who I am, an African American man from the original. Thank you all for being here today and tuning in, coming in a little later than we normally come in. Normally we come in at 12.30 p.m. on the West Coast. That would be 3.30 p.m. for those East Coast listeners. Uh, Due to a scheduling conflict with our local NAACP and education forum, I had to postpone the show until now, so hopefully you're still listening. Uh, Today's topic is what should be done with the delicate system. That's right, the delicate system. Be it Democrat or Republican, there are issues with the delicate system. Did you even know before this election the role that delegates actually played? In other words, did you know that when you go to cast your vote in the presidential election, in primaries and caucuses, that you are actually voting for delegates? So we're going to talk about that. Well, Our Own Voices Live is a radio show that comes on usually every Saturday at 12.30 p.m. on the West Coast, 3.30 p.m. on the East Coast. Our Own Voices Live originally came from Our Own Voices, the magazine, and it's still based on that. That's print and digital. And what our goal was with Our Own Voices, the magazine, Cultural Divide in America, by working together to build the greatest bridge in to unite us. And in the ways that we would do that is with the printed magazine, the digital magazine, the website, the Facebook page, the YouTube channel, and every means of social media that we could muster to reach the people and share the stories of other Americans. Because we may be American, but there's a hyphen something to Americans. In other words, I'm African-American. Then there are Jewish Americans, Italian Americans, Irish Americans, but we're still Americans. But I found is how much do we really know about ourselves? Who much, how much do we know about others? And how much do they know about me? How much do they know about us? And so Our Own Voices Live was an attempt to help share our various cultures that make up America. And hence, that's where we are today. So, again, thank you all for listening. We're going to do a short show today, uh, one, because it is much later in the day, and a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff going on. You know, they're having these huge earthquakes in Japan, and we just had a 7.4 magnitude earthquake in Ecuador. Getting closer, getting closer. It's not here in to us yet, but it's in the Americas because Ecuador is not that far away. So let's send our positive energies, our hopes, and our prayers for all of those who have been affected by the earthquakes throughout the world, especially the most recent in Japan and now Ecuador. And, you know, as I talked about Ecuador and I talked about Japan, I wondered how much do you all know about Japan. What do you know about Ecuador? 
because we have Japanese Americans in this country, along with Chinese Americans and other Asians. You know Pakistanis and Afghanis are considered Asian. They are Asian. Sometimes you look at some of those brothers in India, Sri Lanka, and that's just what they look like, a brother. But they're actually Asian from India, from Sri Lanka, from Pakistan, Afghanistan. But how much do we know about them? Our own voices helps you find that out. So I, I want to do a show on the delegates. Because, one, it's timely. And, two, we need to be informed, right? And as I said at the start of the show, when you went to cast your vote, most people think they're voting for their presidential candidate. But in reality, what you're voting for is another person called the delegate. And in the initial races, when you cast that vote, you're casting a vote for your county delegate. And then once you count, you cast your vote for your county delegate, and they actually pick these people. So, for example, I was in a caucus. Excuse me, drop my, my mic. I was in a caucus. And a caucus is a little bit different from a regular primary. In other words, in a regular primary, it's very much like voting. You go in, you cash, you know, you have the ballot booth, you cash your vote, and you get to see your printout, submit it, and you walk out. Whereas with a caucus, you go in one day out of the week, usually a Saturday. So if you have to work on Saturdays, don't get the caucus. But you go in, and then you are divided by precincts. So whatever precinct you're in, all the members of that precinct go into a row, signed in. And then once you're there, you cast your ballot. And in this case, we had two contestants, contestants uh, Senator Hillary Clinton and Senator Bernie Sanders. So you're casting your vote, and depending on how many people are there, gives you some idea of how many people that you need to be viable and how many votes that you will get, candidate gets. And then once you get the candidate totals, and then you use a formula to determine how many actual votes did the candidate get which in this case really means how many delegates are awarded. Well, when we voted for our caucus here in Las Vegas, which is a part of Clark County, Bernie Sanders lost. Hillary Clinton got more votes, therefore she got more delegates. Now, you would think that if we're going to have a system, that it should work like that. You get most votes, you get the most delegates. Not always, but we'll get to that a little bit later. First up is the fact that we cast a vote for a delegate and not the vote for the president. Well, I, 
So then once you cast a vote, you find out how many delegates your precinct is allocated, right? Once you do that, then you actually hold an election within your precinct right there on the spot to determine who will be the delegate representing you at the county convention. And why is this important? Because those delegates that you voted for in at the caucus, delegates, those individuals, and it's one person, one vote, those people then go to the county convention, which we just had one here in Nevada a few weeks back. So I went to my precinct. We got awarded X amount of delegates. I told them that I would be able to participate in the delegate process if I needed to go someplace. So my people voted me in as a delegate for my precinct to represent them. Hmm. Still seems a little strange, right? So now that I'm a delegate representing who knows how many different people, I go to the Clark County Convention. And I get to the Clark County Convention and they hold votes again. And when they hold these votes, this time is to actually determine which candidate will go to the state convention and how how many delegates they'll have. That is how the system works. You're voting for delegates. I wound up, you know, casting my my vote like the other people did, and it turned out that in the initial initial caucus, Bernie Sanders came in second to Mrs. Clinton, and the news says Hillary Clinton wins Nevada. But once we went to the county convention, the way it's set up is each precinct has X number of delegates. Well, oftentimes those delegates don't show up. So they have a long list of alternative delegates, right? And one of the things they put out is, well, just go and show up anyway because if you know if the delegate actually shows up, then you still get that vote for your candidate. But if the delegate didn't show up and you weren't there standing in, then your candidate could potentially lose that vote. So in this case, a bunch, almost all of the alternates that were selected became actual delegates. So you with me so far? You still following me? So you vote at the caucus for delegates to represent you. In this case, 
Hillary Clinton wins the caucus, but she loses at the county convention. And then at the county convention, Bernie Sanders beat her by about 600 delegates. Some people say votes, but technically they're delegates. So now Hillary Clinton looks like she loses because Bernie Sanders' people have more delegates. Now, we could have switched, but, we, you know, we, it seems that most of the Bernie people stayed Bernie. Some of the Hillary people did switch to Bernie, but it was a small number. Well, after you go to the state, excuse me, after you go to the county convention, then the next convention is the state convention where you cast your vote. Or, guess what? Sort of more delegates. Because as we know, the Electoral College is the one who actually elects the president. You all did know that, right? Recap. Go to the caucus or primary. We vote. And then after you vote for who gets the majority of the vote, then you use a calculator and determine what percentage you go for which candidate. Then once that is done, then it goes up to the next level. So we just had our county convention. Our state convention will be held, I believe it's in June. And that is another level of the process. Instead of it just being one county, it'll have counties from all over. And they will vote for delegates, not people per se, delegates. They're voting for people, but the people equate to delegates. And, of course, the number is less and less each time. So Bernie Sanders beat Mrs. Hillary Clinton in the city, uh, the county convention, by 900, 900 delegates. So he goes in. Bernie Sanders goes into the state convention at the wind at his back, so to speak, because he defeated Mrs. Clinton in the selection process. And then at the county convention, at the county convention, you see where Mrs. Clinton didn't get the majority of the vote. So now we go to the state convention. And the state convention, just like the county convention, is also being held in Las Vegas. As a matter of fact, this particular year, all of the conventions, I believe, local anyway, are being held here in Las Vegas. It is a good thing for me, as long as I don't get a bunch of other folks coming, we have, we'll have our convention in May. That will be the state convention with those delegates, and the numbers will shrink more. But here we're going to determine, does Hillary Clinton actually win the state? Does Bernie Sanders win the state? Or is it some type of contested whatever? We hope that doesn't happen. 
but that you're voting for. So once you've gone to the, the county, then you go to the state. Well, then once you do the state, and I hope that I will be nominated as a delegate for national, but once you do the state, then you go on to national. Yes, you go to national. You're doing everything all over again. So that is, hopefully, a general synopsis of the delegate system. And we have to be informed and we have to participate. If we want people that we know and trust to represent us as delegates, then we have to make sure we pick the right people. And then as a people, we have to make sure that we're willing to be a delegate. It's almost like jury duty. You want to do jury duty? No. But it is a duty to the country, and maybe you'll ensure that everyone is fairly represented, which helps them get a good uh, good something. So got the delegates. We're heading from the county. We're heading to the state convention. Now, the state convention is going to be a lot like the county convention, except a little bigger. But you have people from multiple regions of the state that will be represented. We know that we are and we were supposed to take people, at least that's the way it used to be, who weren't fully uh, capable. So with the delegate system being as it is, only registered voters can vote. You vote, you pick your delegates, delegates go to the state party, and it just keeps going up until it goes to national. I will be going to state this year, as I did in 2008. And we have to turn out. Black people, and specifically black women, control this election. By control, I mean it's what they want. Men want. It's what the women want. They have control of the election. So know what it is that you're voting for. Know who it is that you're voting for. Know what some of the things are that they're standing for. And make sure that you get those delegates there to truly represent the will of the people, your will, and that they're equipped with all the things that they need. And if you do that, it doesn't guarantee there will be the best, but it does guarantee that you've got the best that you could under your circumstance. Because nobody else is coming into the race. The deadline for filing is over, right? So who we have is who we have, the reality of it. Unless somebody drops out or out and out gets beaten, we have who we who we have, and we have to make the best do with them. And part of that is learning who they are, what they represent, telling them what we want, what we need, and see how they respond to it. Because that's going to tell you whether you voted for the right person. Now, sometimes because a person doesn't respond to it, they may know something that you don't know. 
because they're in the system. They may have some insight, some inside information, but then they should be willing to share that with the people who voted for them. So I am an elector now on the state level, and it will be my job to vote for electors on the national level. These are the people who would be going to Philadelphia, and these are the people who are actually going to determine who that particular party's nominee is going to be. Not your vote directly. It is your vote indirectly, though, but not your vote directly. And that will determine the leadership of this country. So the question was, is it time that America becomes a one-person, one-vote country, and especially in the presidential general election, make sure that we voted for the person that we want to represent us, and if we continue the delegate system, obviously make sure we vote for the delegates to represent us. If me being voted, it is an honor to me especially since it's more than one. And I've watched, I've just watched things happen, and it's, it's, a, it's very frustrating this year because people think or thought, even though it's been public and they talk about the delegates and the 270 and all of that, it still seems a little foreign to a lot of people. And this year, with the advent of Donald Trump, the lid has been kind of blown off of it. And now we're getting to see, and most of what we're seeing, it doesn't look too good to us. Because we're thinking one vote, one person, not delegate. So choose wisely. Make sure you bring people or put people there that do have some integrity and moral. Then hope and pray that they'll do the right thing. Well, this is Rodney Smith, our own voice is live, and we're talking about Delegates, and in talking about delegates, the title of the title of our show today. What are we going to do about those delegates? What are we going to do? Are we going to one person, one vote? Okay. Or are we going to maintain this delegate delegate system? Something to contemplate And I hope you all truly do Contemplate this Especially the folks that may not Be as seasoned As I am Because one day if you live long enough You will be And the people that you vote into office now You may not see the impact of it For 10 years They may not even be in office anymore You still have to vote your time Delegate or one person, one vote. You still have to vote your council. And though in the congressional race, it is one vote, one person. Amazing. When we go to set up countries, one of the first things we do is we set up a voting structure. Do we have a 
coding structure really right here in the United States where people can go and learn, reach out and touch the system, be a part of the system? Those are some questions that I have. Well, you've listened to an episode of Our Own Voices Live. We're talking about delegates. What should be done with the delegate system? The delegate system should not, in my opinion, be a factor in picking our elected officials. It should be us. And that's pretty much what I have on delegates. Hopefully there was something of value in the show today, and if so, you can go to Our Own Voices Live on Facebook and do just that. Drop us a line. It's been a tiring and a day today, I'll put it that way, but the show must go on. So hopefully our presentation was good enough for you all, was uplifting, was informative, informative, and you all will go out there and vote as if you are the change that we need. And on that note, it is time to say goodbye until next week. And today's topic was what should be done with the delegate system. And I say for super delegates for sure, they should be scratched. For delegates, I'm leaning towards scratching them, but I'll need a Republican party. I will, excuse me. Uh, we're gonna I'm gonna go ahead and close the show now. And hopefully there was something of value in it for all of you. And hopefully I will see you back next week with my co-host, Mr. Vance Thomas, and I won't be under these pain meds. I'm taking for this tooth issue I'm having over the weekend, and hopefully I'll be sharper and crisper. But thank you for putting up with me. You've been listening to another episode of Our Own Voices Live. My topic today was what should be done with the delegate system. My recommendation is the superdelegate process has to be purged immediately. And then once that's done, we can talk about doing some other thing. See you soon, if not before, by this time next week, except a little earlier. And remember, you go to our Facebook page, Our Voices Live, and you can leave us comments there. All right, bye-bye.